our last storyteller before intermission is Dick Griffith, who I don't know if any of you guys know this man, but he is a legend. So he didn't type up a bio, but sent us an email saying, oh, just Google Dick Griffith, Alaska. (laughs) And I did. And oh my God, I don't know where to begin, but this man is epic and I am thankful to be on a stage with him. So... Um, Midget must have used this before me. (laughs) I'll get at the right height here. Um, Like I told Matt, I says, um, this place is pretty stressful. It's almost like shopping at Costco. (laughs) If there was a shopping cart here, I'd be out that exit door. (laughs) But um, getting back to the story here, um, I was raised on a impoverished um, homestead in Wyoming during the Great Depression. I see all you young people out there. You don't know anything about the Great Depression, I'm sure, but that's okay. You'll learn in the next one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, We had um, horses and we had cows and my dad had two milk cows which I hated, because they had to be milked in the morning and they had to be milked at night. And I had two great passions I liked to build. I've been building my whole life, actually. And I had another passion. I liked to look at maps and say I could go from point A to point B. And since I was young, I couldn't go from point A to point B because I had to get back and milk these cows. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to get on my horse and get a pack horse and just go for 500 miles, but it was impossible. So he put me to work um, building a buck fence. You people don't know what a buck fence is, but you make it out of poles about this big. And you go into the mountains and you denude a, a hill. You cut all the trees down and you stack them up so they dry, and then you, next year you haul them back and you start making this fence. There weren't any rangers in those days, so no big problem. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> getting back to these long trips, my dad got rid of the milk cows finally, and um, I looked at a map, and I said, I gotta go to the ocean. And I looked at the map, and there's rivers that goes to the ocean. so. Once again, I started building. I said, to go to the ocean, you gotta need a boat. So I built a boat. And I found a, a picture of a boat in National Geographics, and I think I spent four months building this miserable boat. But they didn't have any dimensions on this boat. It was six feet too short, and it was supposed to run rapids with it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I um, put it in, and at Green River, Wyoming, and I put it on the Green River. It's at the town of Green River, Wyoming, is where I put it in. And the boat um, was finally wrecked in Lador Canyon in a rapid, of course, and Disaster Falls of all places. And um, <laughs> but eventually, <clears throat> I did. I made it. I made it. I didn't make it to the ocean, but I made 1,200 miles down this river system, and I got stopped by Boulder Dam. I couldn't get there. So in 1954, um, a lot of things happened, but anyway, I moved back to Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) 
I moved back to Alaska, and um, I had a, a degree, an unmarketable degree in geology. I don't know what you guys know about that, but I also had a, a working wife that kind of supported me. <laughs> and um, I started working on the railroad, and again, I was a builder. I changed out the 115-pound rail, to, or 90-pound rail to 115, and changed out all the frogs and all the switches. And um, after about five years, um, well, before that, I, I should say that my father gave me some good advice once. He said, um, any job is better than no job. Remember that. Yeah, you young guys. Um, <clears throat> so, so I had a lot of any jobs. <laughs> Lots of them. But I was still looking at a map, and I was looking at a map, and um, I could see the Brooks Range went for a thousand miles, and you could travel from Kaktovik to Kotzebue. So I told my working wife that I was leaving. So, <laughs> so she gave me an airplane ticket, and I took off. <laughs> um, I went to Kaktovik, and I bought um, three sled dogs. And I also had a partner, and um, I was going to use the sled dogs for um, pack dogs. And I had a rifle, and I was going to live off the land. Well, I got about 50 miles out, and I discovered that I had four liabilities. I had a partner that couldn't walk no more. I had three dogs that were hungry all the time. And I couldn't, uh, oh, that's, I think that's for me. Okay, I gotta hurry this up. Um, but anyway, um, I dropped my partner off at um, Lake Peters, went off and left him, I do that all the time. And I took off with my three dogs, my three hungry dogs, and um, there was 80,000 caribou. And I was doing okay for a while, and I went over a ridge, and for the next 150 miles, there was nothing. And Blackie, the mosquitoes finally killed Blackie. And the other dog um, couldn't get across the river, so he went back to Barter Island, he was smart. And eventually I made it to um, Anaktuvik, and I ran into the Nunamiut Eskimos. And they were inland Eskimos, and the first ones I ran into was Simon Paniak and Elijah Kakinya. They were living in sod huts. They were still nomads. They lived in skin hut or skin tents in the wintertime, sod huts in the winter, summer. And they were living 20 miles from the pass, and then I went to the pass, and it was nothing but a tent city. Um, there was just uh, tents and sod huts, and I looked around, and there was really no access to the village. They wanted to start a village, but there was no way. And I looked, and the airplane come in to pick me up, and it was on floats. It was a beaver. And these people had to, they had to get materials in there because they wanted a modern village. And so, make a long story short, um, I went back to school again. My, my working wife got tired of working all the time. So I went back to school and got a degree in civil engineering. And lo and behold, I came back to this village and we built a strip that was 5,000 feet long 
as you could get a herc in, and so then they could get building materials into this village again. And that was my career, basically, was building um, runways, um, Anchorage International, Nome, Barrow, Prudhoe Bay, all of all the village, Point Hope, every all of them. And that's um, and um, as far as um, today, I'm still building outhouses. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on one today for the Eagle River Nature Center. 